Welcome to the Eat This Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And believe it or not, only 9% of Americans hit their five-a-day vegetable quota, and that's according to the Centers for Disease Control. And while many of us start the week with the best of intentions, of course, we almost self-sabotage ourselves by buying our produce the wrong way, which we've talked about before, like how to store it and, mm -hmm. and make sure it kind of lasts. But a lot of us don't know how to buy produce the right way. Yeah, it's shocking to me that only 9% of Americans hit that goal. That's yeah. we can do I a mean, lot look, better. I mean, look, 5 5 times a day is yeah. it's, you know, that takes that takes some effort. I'll give you that, but still it's pretty good for you. I mean, it's a, it's it shouldn't be a hard goal to hit. Right. And something we've talked about a lot on this podcast is food waste. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a huge problem in not only our country but on a global scale. And there's really nothing more frustrating than like stocking your fridge with all this delicious, nutritious food, fruits and vegetables only to toss half of them away at the end of the week cuz they've gone bad. However, there are some savvy shopping and storage strategies that we have for you today that can help make your purchases last longer, help you steer clear of bad bacteria, and save you money too. And I think that's a key thing too. It's it's frustrating. It's one thing to be frustrated when you're when you have to discard a food because it's gone bad too quickly or unexpectedly. Even after like sometimes when I get something home and two three days later I'm like oh my god how's how's this bad already? Mm -hmm. And I feel I throw it away and I feel, it feels bad to throw it away. But I think to myself I just bought this yeah. three days ago. I didn't even have a chance at it. Uh, and that's the most frustrating part in a lot of scenarios. So hopefully with some of these tips, not only will your produce last longer and be better and more nutritious, but you'll save that hard-earned cash that we're talking about. So let's dive in on the best tips for picking your produce then, shall we? Tip number one is don't go off season. And this is one of the easiest ways to stick to your food budget no matter where you shop. Always try to buy in-season produce. Not sure what's in season? That could, be a, that could be a challenging mm -hmm. one, depending on where you live, of course. Visit ripetrack.com to see what's fresh right this moment and plan your purchases accordingly. Fruits and veggies flown in from far off places not only tend to cost a bit more, but because of their frequent flyer miles, they will ripen and spoil faster. And more importantly, they actually degrade nutritionally as they as they make that journey and then hit the supermarket and then your basket yeah. and then your kitchen counter or your fridge. So again, you know, if, if food is coming from that far off, like try and buy in season so that way you're getting food that's a little closer to the source. And it tastes the best. So much it's, better. In, it's so much better. I mean, that's that's the only way I shop nowadays. You know, growing up, it was different. It's so much easier these days too. Yeah, it I feel is. like there's there's so by by where I live, I feel like there's there's like town and then anything around town is a farm. Mm -hmm. And even like small farms. So there they're there. The next tip is something we've mentioned before on this podcast as well, especially if you're pining for those summer blueberries and yeah. it's December and they're not going to be in season like we just mentioned. Hit the freezer section because fruits that are flash frozen at the peak of the freshness end up in the freezer and you're getting all the same nutrients as if you got them fresh and you're not having to worry about if they go bad, if they spoil if you have time to finish them, you could, you know, take a handful, throw mm -hmm. it in your smoothie, use the rest the next week, whatever it may be. Plus, a frozen fruit can be a lifesaver for meal prep. You're cutting down on right. time. You don't a lot of it's pre-sliced already and you're not wasting at the same time. So it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, constantly always in my freezer are frozen blueberries, mm -hmm. always. always, because Same. again, in season, I'm not going to buy, buying blueberries in January, we're, we're in the New York metro area, if I'm buying blueberries in January, those are not local, like that's, no, they, yeah. came, they came from some far off land for sure, uh, and and so they're always in my freezer, and also mango chunks. I love mango chunks, Again, yeah. frozen mango chunks are just so easy to throw in a smoothie or let them fall, but to your point, they're 
sliced and cut and mm-hmm. like ready to go. And because they're they're frozen so quickly, they don't degrade nutritionally like fresh fruit that makes those long journeys and then sits in the supermarket before getting to you uh, do. So frozen and, and they can be a cost savings too, like a big yeah. bag of, of, you know, frozen mango chunks, let's say, there's going to be a, a cost efficiency to buying that Absolutely. as opposed to buying a bunch of mangoes and then having half of it go in your trash. Um, and, and now, I talked about all the farms that have popped up by me, it seems. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so many. How about hitting the farmer's market? I love the farmer's market. Every week I go. I mean, the the, the, pro, the supermarket produce section is certainly worthy of a visit, of course, but the farmer's market makes more sense from a, a social and often more financial savvy perspective for a lot of us. Plus, you can almost guarantee your farmer's market purchases have been harvested more recently than where you'll find in a, in a conventional grocery store, of course. And by treating apples with a gas that slows the ripening, food distributors can extend the life of fruit by three to six months, let's say. Great news for food waste, not so great news, news for your cells because you don't really want to be ingesting those kinds of foreign chemicals and gases without knowing how they're going to impact you. Similar to that uh, world traveler produce, these mature fruits and veggies lose nutrition by the day. So again, because the if you're not buying local or if you don't have the opportunity to buy local, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But if you have the opportunity, you're saving yourself from a lot of the way these foods are treated in order to make these long journeys, which not only degrade the nutrition of the fruits and vegetables, but you don't know how they're impacting your body. So hit the farmer's market. You'd be surprised at how much you can stock up on. Yeah. I enjoy talking to the farmers and well and the people that work at the farm because yeah. they always have like helpful tips, recipes. There's A lot of times they're just very passionate about what they do. And I enjoy that kind of local interaction, knowing your farmer, knowing your food source. I think it's all really important. I think there's like, you know, quirky enough, there's a little hunter, hunter gathering kind of vibe that happens there, right? It's yeah. like you went out and f- it's like you didn't, actually, food. you didn't actually go pick it, <laughs> but you might be talking to somebody who did go yeah. pick it. So it's like, at least it's a, like a little bit closer to that. Totally. Also, don't get toss happy when it comes to foods that are past their date or like just past their date. You can make the most of overripe foods in quick bread recipes like banana bread. Yep. You know, once those bananas get all mushy and brown, banana bread's amazing. Uh, crumble fillings, you can make like an apple streusel on top. Or if you have veggies like summer squash, you can grate them into zucchini bread batter or mix it into your ground meat to add moisture, fiber, and vitamins to your burgers or your meatballs. I mean, there's so much That's you can do. Idea. I like yeah. that idea. Get creative with it. Mm-hmm. And nice. especially for your kids, it's right. a great way to well, like sneak, sneak veggies more, in. But, like, yeah. according, but according to the CDC, forget the kids. Like we need to find more yeah. ways to sneak <laughs> we'll veggies sneak into in. art, exactly. into adults' daily <laughs> daily lives to hit that five a day. So, so again, that's another thing where you don't think about it, and then. And then if you have that stuff handy, if you get in the habit of, of not discarding it right away, slicing it and freezing it or using it in that manner, it doesn't feel as wasteful. And not only that, but you get to try, like, how would your meatballs or your hamburger patties be with some of it? You wouldn't even notice it in yeah. there from a – texture-wise, you probably would, but not that it would impact it. It might be even better. It might be better. Absolutely. Give it a shot. Um, another another great tip is not to grab what's right in front of you. You know you've been there. It's like you're just trying to get through the supermarket. You just like go right to the you know, like the r- front of the basket, whatever is whatever fruit is kind of staring at you, and just you know, feel through a couple, make sure there's no bruise, and then you kind of throw it in there. But if you've ever wondered, you know, what all that shuffling is about when, when a new box of peaches, let's say, is getting set out at the grocery supermarket, um, supermarket staff, they're usually taught to rotate stocks so that the older produce works its way up to the front, mm-hmm. and the newer items are situated in the back. Of course, that's only logical. So for the least fussed with and probably most nutritious finds, 
forego the front and dig a little deeper. And then you're going to get fruits and vegetables that not, not only will be packed with, they'll be fresher and, and packed with nutrients uh, a little bit more because they haven't been aged as long, but they'll, they'll last they'll longer. Last so longer. if all of a sudden you realize three, four days go by and you haven't used that squash yet or that peach yet, it's still going to be okay. Here's one that I hope a lot of listeners will enjoy hearing, but don't always go with organic. I know it's it's a lot a lot of times more expensive, but sometimes it's worth it to go organic and sometimes it doesn't make a huge difference. So before you head out to the market, study the environmental working group's dirty dozen. We've mentioned that before on the podcast. Generally, these are products with a thin skin, including berries, bell peppers, peaches, apples, pears, tomatoes, potatoes, etc. And read up on the clean 15 like avocados, corn, pineapple, onions, papaya. So when you're walking down the aisles of the produce section, look at the sticker codes. Four-digit codes signify traditionally grown, while five-digit ones hint at organic practices. Seek out the that's five... Pro, that's pro tip right there. Pro tip, yes. So seek out the five-digit organic fruits and vegetables for the dirty 12, but buy conventionally grown produce for the rest, and then you're going to save some money. There you go. Okay, now as challenging as it can be to make sure you're buying produce the right way, another thing that can be challenging is, you know, getting your start in the world of business. And whether you're building your side hustle, you're scaling your full-time business, or you're just looking to excel as a leader in your work, Rise Business is the conference for you. At Rise Business, you will gain strategies and tools from top business speakers to get you to the next stage in your business or professional development journey. Rachel and Dave Hollis at The Hollis Company have gathered the best teachers in every field. Think Marie Forleo, Chris Hogan, Amy Porterfield, Ed Milet, and more to guide you on this journey and provide you with a -a one-of-a-kind experience that is guaranteed to help you grow as a business owner and a professional. And our listeners can attend this conference and experience the difference these tools can make for you and your business. Rise Business takes place in Charleston, South Carolina in November, and you can find tickets and more information at thehollisco.com. That's T-H-E-H-O-L-L-I-S-C-O.com slash eat this. Thehollisco.com slash eat this. And of course, it's no secret that CBD has reached its peak in terms of consumer interest. Its healing properties and interaction with the human body's endocannabinoid system produce incredible benefits for sleep, anxiety, inflammation, and so much more. The problem is we are bombarded with hundreds of CBD companies that offer little in terms of transparency or assurance of quality. That's where Ned comes in. Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp products contains premium CBD extracted from the finest hemp flowers, all grown by Farmer Kurt on a 12-acre homestead on the bountiful farmland of Paonia, Colorado. Paonia is renowned for its perfect agricultural climate, rich soil, abundance of sunshine, and fresh Rocky Mountain water. Ned goes above and beyond to keep things simple and transparent. The only two ingredients in their oil is full-spectrum hemp extract from flowers, not stems, and organic MCT oil. Better yet, their third-party labs are available for viewing right on their website, so you can be sure you get what you pay for. No secrets, full transparency. So, if you want to check out Ned and experience the true benefits of CBD and the full spectrum of cannabinoids, this is the product you should try. And you can get 15% off your first order with free shipping by going over to helloned.com slash eat this. That's helloned.com slash eat this and use code eat this. Go see what all the hype's about. Now, 
Let's get back to hyping up some produce. Now, this is one that I've actually had to wrestle with myself, and I finally come to terms with it. Stop buying pre-sliced produce, including crudités for, or, or melon, which melon was my my kind of Achilles heel. Because mm-hmm. uh, who wants to slice up a whole melon? <laughs> I mean, if you're buying like a cantaloupe and a honeydew, and now I've got two melons I've got to slice up, it's so much easier just to buy the, the pre-packaged, pre-sliced melon. Well, for one thing, they will cost you like 100% more in some cases than buying the whole fruit or vegetable and just slicing it up yourself. But the skin or the rind is what actually protects the fruit, which keeps it fresh and keeps all that nu- nutrition that's in, packed in there, keeps it in there longer and keeps it, you know, uh, sustained longer as well. So if you really need to pre-cut in a pinch, just go frozen like we talked about mm-hmm. with like frozen mango chunks or something like that, because then at least it's getting flash frozen closer to the source where it's going to maintain that nutrition nutritional profile, but you're just wasting money and you're not getting the most nutritious food at, that you can when you buy pre, pre-sliced. I know it's convenient. I mean, I did it for months. Well, let's be honest. I did it for years until probably the past year I'm, I've been off of it. You know what drives me crazy too about that is all the extra plastic. Yeah. So like in my supermarket sure. recently, I saw an orange, a full orange, and the peel was off, but it was in a big Big plastic thing. And I'm just like, wow, nature actually has a protection. (laughs) It's called a skin. And it was just, it just boggled my mind that like we're getting so lazy, but it's also just so much more plastic. Well, like slicing a melon is one thing. Like that takes some work. Just peeling Peeling an an orange. orange. I know. I was like, how lazy can we be? So I mean, you can, I see people walking and reading emails and texting on their phone. (laughs) You walk and peel an orange and probably keep your eye on traffic and not get run over. (laughs) All right. This tip works for so many things, but make a list and stick to it. So just design an eating plan for the week and front load breakfast, lunches, dinners, and snacks that use up the items that tend to wilt and go rotten first. For example, like dig into that delicate spring mix of greens for your salads or your fresh berries, like eat those first before eating the heartier produce like potatoes and collard greens and things like that. Yeah. I, Makes sense, right? Here's another thing where I go I go horribly wrong. And not only that, because not only to your point, like you have that plan, like, okay, I'm going to eat these kinds of things this week. I'm going to try these recipes, so I'm going to buy these foods. I make the mistake of, of going in without a list, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I should I should try using this, you know, collard greens or, or something like that, that I typically would not buy. It's not mm-hmm. on my regular kind of list of, of supermarket finds. And then all of a sudden, a week later, I'm like, oh, what, what are those doing in there? What, what smells in the You have time fridge? to experiment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, talk about wasteful. That's completely wasteful. But just kind of have a list and stick with it, and you can kind of save yourself those troubles. And while you're making that list, try not to overstock on the wimpy stuff, right? And what I'm talking about there is delicate produce, such as that perfectly ripe avocado or peaches. They practically demand a pillow or to be wrapped in bubble wrap to keep <laughs> them safe on the trip home. This is one of those things where it's like you get home. This happened to me recently with uh, with peaches, actually, where Natalie took them out of the, the supermarket, and, and they were like just... Juicing all over the bag. They were just totally trash. And I was like, oh my God, I guess I didn't bag the groceries. So, you know, whoever put them in there, put them in there with a half gallon of milk or something. But... (laughs) Look, not to mention how quickly required to actually use them after they make that tricky trek back to your kitchen because they're already ripe and ready to go. Um, you want to protect them and, and make sure that they are you know, beautiful and lush and delicious when you when you eat them. Instead, mix some of these sturdy selections that tend to last a little bit longer into your shopping basket, and that way you can worry less about how that bagger is tossing your purchases into the bag and try it, you know, just because he wants to move that line along and kind of get to his 15-minute break. Uh, bananas, 
citrus fruits like you mentioned, oranges, grapefruits, tangerines, uh, sturdy leafy greens like kale and chard, uh, Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, potatoes, and potatoes are one of those vegetables that I feel are, are really underrated. They, mm-hmm. They're so easy to cook, by the way. They're almost always a crowd pleaser, and they're packed with vitamin C and potassium. So give, you know, I mean, I'm talking about regular potatoes, white potatoes. I'm into potatoes. Who's I'm part Irish. Grew up with a, in a meat and potatoes kind of family and pasta, of course. <laughs> All right. And don't wash everything right when you get home. A lot of people make the mistake. Yeah. They have the big Guilty. bags of produce. They wash everything. But washing everything, like especially berries we've talked about, mm-hmm. they can create more mold. Moisture creates mold and they won't last as long. The FDA actually says try to wait before washing every piece of produce until right before you use it. This includes items that you plan to peel, which you may not have thought, but slicing through the skin can transfer bacteria till the edible portion inside. I always think about this um, when I cut my avocados. Right. um, Because, you know, you're always cutting right through that thick skin, and sometimes, like, the black rind ends up on on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So I... I scrub my avocados, which yeah. you might not Same thing think with melons. Like you're slicing yeah. through the rind, and that knife is going through the rind, mm-hmm. and then where's that knife blade going? Exactly through through what the meat eating. of the through, through the meat of the melon. So if there if there is bacteria or um, pesticides mm-hmm. or something like that on the outside on the rind, you're dragging it clean through the delicious part and the healthy part of of the fruit or the veggie. Um, so give it a wash right before you use it, because again, I think that's the other thing you don't realize. You, again. You, and I understand the challenge here is that you want everything to be ready and convenient so that you, you are encouraged go. to, to mm-hmm. eat more of it because it's a grab and go. But so often, like when it comes to berries and, and or grapes or cherries or those kinds of things, if you wash them and don't really dry them before putting them back in the fridge, then they're two days later, they're moldy. Yeah. So, so just have a little patience. It's going to preserve the nutrients and lengthen the lifespan of the mm-hmm. fruits and veggies too. And finally, if you can, avoid the supermarket on the weekend. Believe it or not, most deliveries are actually arriving early in the week, say Monday or Tuesday, and most produce department discounts hit on Wednesday or Thursday. Ooh, pro tip there. So combine those facts with the increase in shopper foot traffic on a Saturday and a Sunday, and you have a recipe for a low-satisfaction, high-stress excursion. Because the weekend's like, I mean, walking into the supermarket, especially the produce section on a Saturday or Sunday, forget it. Forget like you're just like throwing elbows to try, <laughs> to try and get through there. Um, but if your schedule allows, like thankfully I work most days from, from a home mm-hmm. office. So, you know, Natalie and I can divide and conquer. And we've been hitting like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, the supermarket. It's like a whole nother experience, by That's the way. Great. Not just the produce section, but just in general. Everything is stocked it's and like replenished enjoyable. by then. <laughs> There's like three people instead of 30 in an aisle. It's a huge difference. So there you have it. Now you're ready to not only stock up on more fruits and veggies, but make sure they last, taste great, and maintain their nutrient-dense punch for much, much longer. For more great tips on how to save time and money at the supermarket, be sure to check out eatthis.com and follow us on your favorite social media platforms. Until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. You can say hello on social media to me as well at This Girl Can Eat. And if you have some food buying challenges you need help with, let us know at podcast.eatthis.com. We love hearing from you. We love reading all your questions. This way we can try to tackle the topics you care about on a future episode as we help you eat this, not that. <laughs>